Hey, what's up everyone out there? Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Addicted Fishing Podcast. It's going to be a good night tonight. we got a lot of good things to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit about some salmon fishing. As always, we got Cam, Josh in the studio. We, it's been a little bit since we've done a podcast, so I think we have quite a few little updates to talk about. But uh, yeah, what do you think? I think we're right in the middle of fall salmon, ah, fall salmon run. That's looking really good. And uh, we've been out there just honestly just ripping them up. A lot of fish going over the dam still too. It's I know the numbers are insane. I did not expect that this year, but it looks good. No, right now sitting on a, I think yesterday, 17,000 17. Chinook go over, but the day before only seven went over. So everyone went, everyone kind of cringed oh, a little scared. bit like, oh no, maybe that's the end. And they, they had a compact call today and we'll get into the results of that here in just a minute. But shoot, like, you know, everyone kind of freaked, but then it's like, man, we just sat out there for three days beat on last fish. week. And I mean, just beat the living snot out of them. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that. There, we had to have pulled a, you know, a couple thousand, two, three thousand fish out of the mix. I mean, fishing was fantastic for that September 4th, 5th, and 6th opener. So, I mean, yeah, we probably put a little dip in the run, but those fish will get accounted for in the sport catch and when they get tallied up. So hopefully, uh, you know, like I said, and then today we wake up and boom, 17,000, the largest day of the year will go over. Exactly. Like, oh, I guess we're okay then. Yeah. There's going to be a lot more, I think. A lot more, that's for sure. Before yeah. we get too much into this podcast, we want to say thank you to our sponsors, Nick Wax. If you guys haven't heard of Nick Wax, we have some links down below. Make sure you check them out. And shout out to Nick Wax for sponsoring this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, where have you been fishing? What's been going on there? <sighs> I haven't been. Yeah, not at all. I've no, done, I think you're the only one that's been fishing that's sitting at this table right now. Barely. Well, I've doing? done. A, I've done a, for oak season. I've oh. done a little bit of. I've done a little bit of trout fishing. I went up in the mountains a couple times. We had life of Northwest Fishing Secrets out here hanging out, so we went and did a little trout fishing and picking some huckleberries up in the up in the woods. So that was fun. But I haven't been out fishing much. I went on a family camping trip that my wife planned. So it was kind of one of those things like go on one three day weekend camping and suffer through it and then i'll get the next two months suffer to do whatever i want <laughs> you gotta pay your dues no no you it was fun i'm just dues, kidding no. i'm just kidding i know sharon listens to this so love you babe <laughs> <laughs> well fu- i mean no, i was gonna say well funny thing well sad i thing, thought you were gonna say one thing <laughs> but uh i mean shoot where you guys were just camping yeah oh i know i mean yeah, yeah literally right where we were just camping is gone from that just sad i mean it just kind of strikes home a little bit when you think about that when you were sending those pictures and i think someone over the text string was sending those pictures of uh the detroit area there and uh that's crazy hopefully everyone made it out of there safe and i know there's a lot of that happening still around the oregon and washington people are having to evacuate all over the place it's crazy i can't remember a time i've ever seen anything like this so crazy just how many just random fires just everywhere all at once i mean yeah i mean the conditions were bad but geez they're just Kind of everywhere, and one of the the Lieberg Hatchery, uh, one of our main I suppliers. Still, yeah, that thing was up what? in flames. Yeah, no, it sounded like uh, they lost a couple buildings, but I think the hatchery complex itself stayed intact. They cash, released they, all the fish. But yeah, they threw the fish in the river. I mean, what are you gonna do? Fish of the dead. I and mean, just release them. And, Good luck, boys. Go get them. <laughs> it's like, I mean, just what are you gonna just cook them in the pools yeah. and the pumps go down? And I mean, geez, so. You know, I know a lot. I'm even on the uh, so crazy though. They just freaking here you go. Were all those even supposed to be released like, right there? Like, I don't well, know. See, that's what's cool. Right, a lot of that Lieberg Hatchery provides fish for safe areas. That's what I'm and, saying. And they do a lot of other, a lot of, uh, you know, production outside that uh, river it's on. So and, that could uh, turn into something weird in a few years. 
Yeah, who knows? But even who then, knows, uh, if they were fingerlings, they probably won't make it that far. Oh, I'm sure a lot of them are going to get eaten. Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing is, too, is like, so today, um, you know, the, uh, we had a compact call with ODFNW and WDFW to discuss some further Columbia River fisheries. And uh, Tucker was saying that there was some, there was some of their, uh, some of their buildings there were, they you know, lost power, they lost their internet connection. They were, you know, in some of these evacuation areas That's down in Clackamas. So crazy. Just having to kind of really be on their toes a little bit, having to deal with that, put the fact sheets and everything and compile all the data yesterday to have the meeting today just to open a couple yeah, extra days nuts. of fishing, which they did. I mean, not to say, like, That's we're not good used to seeing fires in the, like, in the wilderness, but, like, it's more common. So to see them happening, like, in the city, yeah. like Lonnie driving home from work, there's a huge one right off Foster Road. Like, that's, it's just nuts. Like, that's super weird. I and mean, some of these, these little everywhere. smaller towns, too, like, yeah. like Mill City and stuff, That's yeah. a, that was a super old town. And it's just gone, burnt, yeah. the whole thing. Well, I mean, it goes to show you, like, you know, management has consequences. And uh, all I'll say is one one thing and one thing only, either log it, graze it, or watch it burn. Yeah. Because yeah. if we don't well, manage the forest the way we do, it, uh, there's same a lot as, of fuel out there to catch fire. And I think Zebra we're, Creek, that's exactly what happened. I mean, none of that was logged. That was all just yep. straight timber. Gone. Well, right now, you know, close to home, you know, there's some big fires on the south side of Swift and Yale Reservoir, which are just throwing smoke in woodland right now. But now they're, you know, there's nobody even working these fires. So it's pretty, uh, pretty, not not interesting, but it's definitely uh, eye opening. On what's uh, worst what case scenario there? I don't know. It comes all the way. I mean, could it go valley. all the way into woodland? No, I mean, I think once it I hit think... a place where they could actually work on it, it probably wouldn't be as bad. But they're not right. there's, getting there's... in that timber at all. No, it's all rugged terrain. Yeah, they're not even touching it. They're saying that that thing could burn through like October. <laughs> it's just wild to think, but what? Yeah, October. They had a containment date on it and it said like October tenth yeah. or something. It's like yeah. what? Yeah. Well, if you look Whoa. at the forecast for rain, we have like nothing coming. Like we have just a little bit. And so, if you're saying there's no chance it comes into woodland, why would Lonnie be worried? That's like woodland. Mm. He's a little further out. Like he's much further out in that that uh, little Kalamah Canyon and on the other side of the lake, but still, like, it's... Hmm. Who knows, man? Dude, if it goes even that far, that's freaking... If it goes that far, that's going to be... I mean, I think it'd be just as traumatic as what's going on down in Lincoln City and Clackamas and Oregon City and some of these other places. If you guys aren't from our area, because I know we have a lot of listeners out there that aren't from Oregon and Washington, that's what's happening right now in Oregon, Washington, and California. And I'm sure there's other areas of the country we're seeing wildfires that are bad, too, but... Particularly in our area right now, it's just not, it's an anomaly because of just a perfect storm, basically. We had a hundred year windstorm that generated, or that fired up a couple of days ago on these conditions and it just sprouted a lot of yeah, fires. It's been hot. It's been dry. Yeah, it's been we got dry. low humidity. Lots of fuel. Yeah. And poof. So, but. So good luck to everyone out yeah, there. We, we're yeah, wishing we, you the best and yeah. hope you stay safe. and Stay safe. Crazy. Right. But even though that's happening, there's still a lot of people that are trying to go out and catch some salmon. Yeah, the weather. I mean, on the other hand, and it was kind of like you said, it was the other side of the coin during this compact call. Well, there, you know, the weather was nice and the fish run is good, and there's some opportunity. And you know, even with this heat and stuff that's been in the area, um, you know, with them opening the Columbia River again, I think is going to provide some just some incredible opportunity this weekend. Um, you know, uh, when the Columbia tends to stay warm and we don't have a lot of these like, you know, I, w- I would take a low pressure system, good rain right now, bring right it now. on, I'd be happy yeah. to open the woods up for the hunters and get the get the salmon moving. Like I'm not saying, but one thing with this warmer 
water and this warmer temperature will do is it will slow those fish down in the Columbia. It won't <laughs> drive can. them further up into the tributaries. They'll hang out at the river mouths where they are. Have, they do have access to cold water, but not necessarily want to necessarily go charging up the river. So um, the powers of E today uh, determined that the run was coming in good. They were still a little afraid to upgrade it. Um, it was a little bit of an article of contention <laughs> on the call, but uh, because of that, but everyone feels that all the indicators are good and strong and that they've got good run coming. So uh, they actually opened the whole thing from buoy 10 all the way up to the 395. For those that don't follow and you're not from the Northwest, that is a couple hundred miles yeah, of river. And there's a lot of Chinook in there and it's going to be some, honestly, it's going to be some really, really good fishing this week uh, for those three days. And then they're going to meet next week. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So they're going to meet, uh, then they're going to meet the following week to look at it again because under permanent regulations, we're supposed to open September 23rd. So these are essentially bonus days right now because they do feel that the run's coming in a little stronger. So, so we're at 200,000. What was their projection? Yeah, they, I think under the worst case scenario now, if the run, let's say the run was 77% over because you got to look at, when you look at these runs, you know, some show up early, some show up late. Now, granted this year we have yet to have an early run of anything. Yeah. So, the, you know, we have that indicator going for us. But if let's say September 9th, which is today, can at the, in the worst case scenario, that could be our 77% over date. Yeah. So 77% of the run has gone over the dam by September 9th. Traditionally, usually September 10th is like our 50% date on the average. So when you look at that dam count, if we've got 70% of the fish that have gone over, they figure the, the, the size of the run only could be like 219,000 upriver oh, runs. Yeah. Now there's other Chinook that go in there, and that's one thing I want to stress real quick, is Spring a lot of people Creek. see the dam counts and they freak out because, oh my God, they're all upriver brights. They're not. No, there's Spring Creek Hatchery right there. Yep, Bonneville Pool Hatchery. There's other upriver, like Snake River Wild. There's a lot of other components to that. So just because we see a, I mean, seeing a strong dam count is good in any right. Yeah. But when you, but you have different stocks within that. So you have to have, you have to make sure they're the ones that. Yeah, there's a about. couple rivers we need to go check out. One for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, did you see the coho but count for that? hot. <laughs> did you see the coho count? Yes. Coho count's coho incredible. Count's for... Which means later in the year it'll be even better. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. So, but the bottom line is, like, if, if they figure in worst case scenario, we're looking at, like, 216. Now, best case scenario, shoot, we could be looking at almost 400. So it's like, they are like, okay, you know, but TAC needs to upgrade and get a hard number on the run, and then they can add and they can then officially upgrade the run that will happen next week but in the meantime they still eked out three days of fishing for us the whole system so in that big convoluted mess yeah there's yeah. a lot of fish and water go get them yeah there you go no let's go <laughs> let's go i might have no choice oh, but to go heat down on some fish boat. let's so go lame. if we only can. you knew some people with boats yeah, like it's it's only it, that none of your friends. But have it's boats. nice to just be nobody. Like, nobody likes you. Nobody wants it's to take you fishing. It's not the same. It's not the same. Here's where I'm going. This is what I'm doing. Anybody want to go? It's different to be the guy making the. Yeah, boat. it's. You got a boat out there, dude. Thanks, Seaworthy. Take it over. The oh water. yeah, yeah. yeah, you got a boat. You get <laughs> sitting right there. Go run it. That actually would be. Does that perfect. have the jet on it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna borrow uh, that tomorrow, please. Yeah. <laughs> you said anyone can take it. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, there's definitely a lot of opportunity just in this one weekend. Yeah. I mean, we were down at Buoy Ten, and you know that's the other thing. I I, I even testified on the compact call today, and was kind of like, you know, on a personal note, I was down at Buoy Ten on Monday and Tuesday, and 
damn, it was good. Like, it was fish. better at buoy 10 than it was during the season for Chinook and Coho. We, that's pretty impressive. I only fished when me and three clients. Are we going to go film that? Oh, Let's we do it this to. weekend. Let's talk about that. But we, uh, I only had three clients. It was supposed to be four. One of them got the bottle flu the night before, so he didn't show up. But uh, he missed out. Yeah, he did. And well, they fished the day before, and I think they only got a couple of Chinook, and I don't think he was all that excited. Oh. But they were fishing a whole other area. And uh, so, they, anyways, they stayed up a little late, got a little partied. But, anyways, they came down, so we only fished four rods and went over to the old. The old blind channel where they're always sitting and we're like, well, let's see what's going on here. It started off a little slow. Lots of fish on the finder. They weren't really that bitey. But once that water started moving, dude, it was just like two boom, hours boom, of, boom, boom. I guarantee you we had a no less than a dozen doubles. And at two different points in time, we had a triple on with four rods with my rod just in the rod holder just getting smoked in the back. So they were quads. Like two different times. Just rod just... I'm just FIP yeah, I'm, oh, oh, that's a Chinook. Let that one lay there. Oh, that's a Coho. Get that one. Oh, that one's a wild Coho. Let the, oh, look, my rod in the back's just going. Like, nobody could grab it. It was just crazy. Two hours, and then we we whacked them and we left. So, I mean, it, but the bottom was like, dude, it was it, it was almost yeah, maybe it almost looked like demo mode. That. There was a layer, right? So we were getting, it might be fun to stay around here too, so you can kill sturgeon and just freaking. Oh, yeah, we have sturgeon Man. season. But I'm just saying. Really? There was a layer of fish down there. You know, you can see the bottom, and it was just like there was a whole other like, like when you see bait layers, but it wasn't bait; <laughs> it was salmon. What? And when I started, and this this is how I figured it out because I mean, you know, generally fish coho That's pretty nuts. suspended, right? Yeah. Well, it was kind of a weak ebb, and I'm like, and we kind of fished for a little while. We weren't doing all that great. And I'm like, you know what? And I was just seeing all these marks on the bottom. And I'm finally like, okay, guys, I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm going to dump this rod. I literally, I swear to God, I go to my back rod. I like dump it to the bottom. Well, not to the bottom. I dumped it to a number that was I thought was, you know, I dumped it like 50 or something like that, 35 feet of water, the 16. I mean, keep in mind, I wasn't even using bait again, just short bus, super series, and 360 flashers and spinners. And uh, hit the bottom, you know, or got close to the bottom. I literally dump it, take my hand off it, turned around, and I heard it creaking. Like, oh, there we go. Yep, here, yep, here. It's probably a Chinook. He reeled it in. Giant hatchery coho. I, know, I, I mean, freaking giant. That's the best part. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm like, hit the deck with all of them. And then it was just like from that moment on. So I think it could have even been better for those first that first hour if I would have just dumped into the deck. Just believed what my hummingbird was telling me. I should have probably just done that from the start. Yep. And, yeah, then there was a mix of Chinooks. But, honestly, it was probably two to one coho over Chinook. Hey, don't you still owe my dad a trip? So let's just go. Stay. I did. I took him out. Bo- I took him out bottom fishing. And he was terrible, but you want to? Oh, yeah, you want was, me, you want I me? watched the video. He's like, I couldn't do the reel, man. You see him in the video, and he's got his hand over the reel, and he's trying to. Oh, look. Yeah. Did you see that? Because he could. You know, it was the other way around. Because he had the. Because he used the left hand reel. Oh gosh. No, yeah. That was good stuff. Yeah. I think we can, we we can do it again though. Let's just say <laughs> that there was bad. a lot of fish and it was fun. <laughs> What else is new? Sturgeon. Yeah, that's right. They're giving us a sturgeon opener yeah. too here in the Columbia. We could actually do a little yeah, salmon and a sturgeon a on one day. Dude, I plan on if it. you could find the sturgeon, which you could. Yeah, I've already found them. You'd go get them first. Get as many as you can right off the gate mm-hmm. and then just play the other tide for the salmon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for it. I'm going for a six and sixer. I'd rather go catch a bunch of big coho like he caught. Yeah, the code. Nice. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'd rather eat Coho. Well, you can keep Chinook yeah. down there, too. Yeah, yeah I know. both. You can keep Chinook and Coho. No, that, Here that, we are making weekend plans. Yeah, that might, something out. that might be the move. And like, what let's we just do say is the we go down there, we live super quick, and then we come and back here and drop in. And then we're going to do an evening. That's one thing. The sturgeon fishing is not the 2 p.m. cutoff. Then it's you'd be day. a boss. If you had your coho limits, your chinook <laughs> limits, and you killed sturgeon, that's, 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 a, be, that's an yeah. addicted life episode right there. That would be savage. True. What would you, like the Grand Slam, you'd call it the Grand Slam addicted life. I wonder if they all these people on this podcast are like, yes, please. I hope they recorded this. <laughs> but we don't want to see you out there in any of our spots that we're talking about at all. <laughs> I wonder if any of those coal move up. Because, I mean, they were down. I mean, they were above the bridge in the freshwater. They were in that 70-degree water, so they had to be poking in. They were just sitting in the 70-degree? They weren't mm. even washing in with the tide? Mm. Well, I'm sure they, they did. We, we got there about high slack in the morning. I'm sure a little bit of rain, they might start poking into those. Yeah, oh, I heard there's already some in the tribs. That's what I'm wondering, like down at the mouth, like mm-hmm. since that's been closed since Sunday, and since a bunch of fish showed up since Sunday, yeah, <laughs> it's like I wonder what that means. Because even even when it was open, I'm sure people are going to catch. But even even there. some of those like lower Columbia, some of those big time coho lower Columbia tribs, like the boundary line is above both those river mouths. So I mean, even like even like well, even like the damn it, no. River name. Anyways, you know what I mean. <clears throat> any of those fish that go up into the Willamette uh, and yeah. any of those Willamette trips would probably turn off too. So, Or can turn off. So who knows? Who knows what's out there? But we'll know Friday morning. wrap it all up, there's a ton of opportunities out there for this coming weekend. Yeah. Which, which this podcast yeah, will Yeah, this be podcast out, will so. be out afterwards. But Well, yeah. I mean, even with that said, there's still going to be a compact already scheduled for next week. And, uh, I and think September 23rd is going to come sooner than you think. Yeah. Yeah. I keep happen. looking at because elk seasons for me is October 3rd, and I keep looking like, damn, it's coming up fast. Yeah. It happens quick. And then before you know it, you don't even get to go. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We also got some tuna coming up. That's yeah. Fine. Oh, don't, don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Dude, do jinx, don't it. jinx it. I want it to be after elk season. Uh, <laughs> shut up dude we just gotta get out there josh we gotta make it happen yeah. we've been saying we're gonna do it for years now yeah it's gonna be an epic it is fun i've yeah. only done it one time if you have not did it, it was a blast yeah that's right you took jerry and the numbers are insane no i didn't want another time other oh. than that i guess i've done it twice but the one time that i did go and did good it was a blast it was a blast yeah, we caught like with jerry. <laughs> no we only caught like two or three with jerry we were jigging but when i went out on that charter we caught like 36 for like three guys so the last awesome. the last day that this this charter got out it was eight yeah, guys, this guy's good. and 185 tuna. 185. Oh, my, I'm not kidding you. After you hook and reel in like 10 or 15, you're like 185 tuna. I'm like, so I didn't ask him the question, but it's like, so if we get back to the dock and we have like 100 tuna, like who's taking them all? Because I sure as hell ain't. No, that's a lot of tuna. Yeah, that's a mess. It's a mess. That's a and... mess. I'm gonna freaking just. <laughs> womp womp. If I if that you're gonna pay to have yeah, just freaking have four dollars a pound or four dollars a fish to clean. I have them clean can the whole freaking shebang. Then <laughs> yeah. just go back down and pick them up. Here, four thousand dollars. That's the way yeah. you do it, well, dude. Yeah, honestly, if there's that many, yeah, four hundred bucks, yeah. dude. If we all split it and just all throw it in, yeah, the way to do bad. it. Yeah. Then so. you got to get it addicted. All home. Already covered. You'd have to the have trip like. That's pay for You'd have to have like five Kong one tens with you. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think you could only probably fit like, you know, a good 20 pound albacore. You could probably only fit about you know, eight. I mean, the, the no, loins like filleted and everything. Oh, yeah. But still. Could we, you imagine how many how many pounds that would weigh? Yeah. <laughs> It'd just be solid meat. I remember when we went, we had the 36 in the back of like my dad's Jeep. And the Jeep was like. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, hopefully, guys, we got we got to shoot. We're gonna we're shooting for next week on that. Like I said, we got the whole boat, and uh, hopefully we're gonna be just filming a, just an absolute banger, addicted life for you guys. So fingers crossed, the ocean stays a little flat for us, and uh, you know we just figured it's the only way we're gonna do it is we just schedule a day and make us all go do it. Exactly. So here we so go. So if you're not subscribed, go head over to the YouTube channel. I know some of you podcasters have not subscribed yet, so head over there, subscribe because we have some really cool videos coming, some fun stuff. We gotta get over to this. Life feed. I know. That's time, boys. Those things over there. Bonkers and landing nets are going to be coming in hot soon. It's the landing nets I'm sure people are looking oh, yeah. for. It's people have been asking for, for landing nets. It's almost, oh, that's right. It's almost bank magazine. I mean, steelhead season. Sorry. <laughs> it's almost that time. Sorry. I just, I just forget. We call it steelhead season. <laughs> the challenging season. Not the season <laughs> where you go out and just catch fish every day. Um, but don't get him started. Let's end That's this what podcast you do. now. It's a ch- steelhead eat freaking beans. But you know Shut damn up. well more than me. You know damn well steelhead season is challenging. It's your conditions are changing every single day. The water level is changing every single day. There's times. Okay, Cam, if yeah. we're talking March 1st through March 15th, fine. <laughs> it's easy. Right. But the rest of the time, it's right. not. Well, I mean, it just depends if the fish are there. But if fish are there, steelhead are the easiest fish to catch if they're, they're there they're very easy to and catch if you are if you're one of those guys that are a little more inclined to the conditions and knowing where to be when to be and how to be then you'll smash, you'll smash them because yeah. steelhead are stupid but they, they have to be there they're bitey for sure they're bitey they eat a freaking bead a bead a stupid little red bead but clint. that's why clint can't catch one yeah, exactly. because they are stupid but they're still smarter than clint you gotta be smarter so, than you gotta yeah. put time I mean, in on the water <laughs> How many full days of steelhead have you done, Clint? You probably oh, count them on like both hands. Yeah, two. No. I'm not in this podcast. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we got anything else new that we need to talk about? No. Nope. There's a up. bunch of floats. If you guys have been waiting for our addicted floats, they're on the website. Probably by the time you hear this podcast, they'll, they'll be sold out again. <laughs> stock up before steelhead <laughs> season. But, wop, wop. Yeah, we okay, got more floats in stock if you want to get them. Jigs, worms. We got a couple new worm colors that we'll be releasing this year, so stay tuned for those. And yeah, that's all we got. That's all we got for this podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. See you on the river. See you guys. Later, guys.